Welcome to College App 101. I'm your host, Dr. Riley. Succeeding in high school is challenging, and applying to college is overwhelming. I hope my comments here ease the tension you may feel. It'll benefit you to think like a college admissions counselor. She's the lady who will read your application to Vassar or Carnegie Mellon. He's the guy who will handle your application to UC Davis or Hamilton College. I've worked with many such professionals. They're great people and committed to helping you apply to their school. Today, I'm delighted to have a very special guest on College App 101. I've known Mr. Sean Anderson for years. Initially, we partnered to guide high school students in their quest for admission to college. At that time, I was over academic guidance at a private high school. He was an admissions counselor, and his foot is still in that world. College-bound students, Mr. Anderson represents the person you want to impress in your college applications. So make it a point to listen carefully to what he has to say. Mr. Anderson, welcome to College App 101. How are you doing, Dr. Riley? Thank you for having me. i um, been working with you for a while now and just uh, super thrilled when you brought up this opportunity. So uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, let's start with this. Story is powerful. Let's start by hearing a little about yours. What was your academic experience in high school? How were college applications for you, and how was the transition to college? Great question. Uh, when I was in high school, it's kind of cringy to think about. Um, I was not the person I am today. High school was very difficult for me. I did not take it seriously. I came from a household in which my parents had their graduate degrees. Um, those in the household were achieving very high academically, and it just wasn't something I was taking too seriously. High school, I, I made great grades, um, had a lot of options. Um, however, just wasn't something I was thinking about. Uh, visited some schools, um, eventually realized I like the smaller school setting. Uh, I went to visit A&M uh, College Station, which is an, a magnificent school. You know that. The listeners know that. Um, but when I saw what the classroom size was, I realized it was just so big. It was, it was very large, a lot of teachers' assistants, um, a lot of students with their heads down. And, I mean, this is a Tier 1 school. Um, and I realized it wasn't, that wasn't for me. I didn't want to be a number, not saying that the students there are numbers. Um, however, it's just very difficult in that setting. Um, visited a few more schools, and it led me to a smaller private school in which I was able to see myself in that culture. Um, I was able to see the students walk in the campus and realize, hey, those students would make me, yes, of course, better academically, but better as a person as well. Um, and eventually led myself uh, to that aspect, and um, that's what kind of led me there. Okay, great. So talk a little, about, little bit about your academic experience in college. Um, what was that um, college you enrolled in? What major did you choose, and how did you arrive at that particular major? Thank you. Um, as I mentioned, and I apologize for being redundant, but college was very, very difficult for me in the beginning. Um, through high school, I didn't have to study. I uh, just turned in my work, uh, listened to the teacher, and made great grades. So it was, it was very much a culture shock that freshman year because I had to learn how to study. I had to learn how to advocate for myself and uh, talk to the professors, introduce myself, and really find out what made me successful. Um, but it was difficult. However, I wouldn't be the person I am today if it wasn't finding that in myself and realizing I had a voice and figuring out how to study, which again led me to having my graduate degree, which I never thought I would have. Um, 
but I attended Abilene Christian University, um, smaller private university in North Texas. Um, it really molded me. Um, through high school, wasn't making the best choices. Uh, not too much of a troublemaker, but just wasn't making the best choices. And uh, as I surrounded myself with people who you know, were, of course, Christians, uh, but also wanted to succeed academically, that pushed me to do that. And having that around me made me a better person, made me successful. Um, that's, and again, realizing what I wanted to major, you asked me that question, that is very difficult. I changed my major so many times. And, you know, as you've worked with a lot of students, I've worked with a lot of students, you know, we always talk about majors, you know, what students want to do. And some know what they want to do in middle school and elementary school, and they end up doing that and they have great careers. However, some do not have that benefit and change their major a few times. And that was me. I started off as a business major, um, then worked on being an education major, then ultimately became a theology major because um, I wanted to see what I would be happy doing. And there were so many things I saw myself being happy. Um, however, I wanted to make sure I want, what we're doing is for the greater good, and that's what kind of led me as a theology major. Well, like I said, story's powerful, so I really appreciate you, you sharing this here. Okay, so you were an Abilene Christian University student, um, theology major, and eventually you got into, into college admissions. Um, tell us about your path into college admissions. How did you go from theology major to admissions recruiter, therefore ACU? I believe everything happens for a reason. Um, I had myself in the education realm um, at a smaller private school in San Antonio. Um, eventually led to myself to USAA, which I quickly realized um, I was not cut out for that business world. And um, honestly, um, I hope they never see this, but during my tenure at USAA, I was looking for another occupation, something that made me happy. I wanted to be happy. While USAA is a great company, with great benefits. Uh, they treat their workers so well. They treat their members so well. Um, it just wasn't for me. And I look back at college and my college experience and what molded me the person I was at that time. I was, I was a dad. Um, I was a husband. Um, I was a leader at my church. Um, I wanted to kind of go back to that, what made me who I was. And I owe a lot to um, Abilene Christian and what it made me. And I was Saw the opening for admissions counselor. Didn't really think anything of it, um, but I applied for it, got a call the next week, and it led me to that. Um, because, as you know, as you're working with college, uh, high school students, you ask them what university they, they are interested in. And typically with Texas, you get Texas Tech, UT, Austin, Texas A&M, and then if they want to do a private school, possibly Baylor. Um, well, we both know that there's so many good options in Texas alone. And I wanted to reach out to that smaller class that is looking for a good fit, um, who would like a smaller institution that is unapologetically faith-based. And I wanted to, you know, make sure I left my mark. That's just not temporary, but have that mark expand uh, to other families, to other students, and hopefully bring those students to ACU. So you've, you've been uh, in a number of uh, different jobs, and uh, again, your path is, is very interesting. So I, I love hearing it. Thank you. 
Another question here, the College App 101 audience is college-bound high school students and their parents. Academically, what should these students be thinking about today so their college apps are as competitive as possible tomorrow? Yes, and I uh, definitely want to shout out to the, uh, um, the College App 101. If uh, you have not seen that, please do. I mean, it's never too early, whether your student is a freshman, sophomore, whether you're a freshman, sophomore, please uh, use those resources. Um, but academically, um, figure out how to study. Uh, college is a very big transition from high school. Um, find your niche, even if academics come so easy um, and you just have to show up and and listen. Find out what makes you better. Um, you, you have so many options. You're going to be doing so many applications. You need to find out what helps you stand out to make you be ready for that upper higher education um, aspect of what you're wanting to do. Um, take practice tests. Pre- start preparing for the SAT, the PSAT. Uh, make yourself better. Um, figure out what works for you. There are so many great resources out there. Of course, some that you can pay for, but there are a lot of free resources out there as well. Um, so definitely make sure you download those. Um, so academically, that's definitely where I would start, is finding out what works for you to study and also finding out those test resources to help you be enrolled in the institution that you are looking for. What are the specific academic characteristics that college admission recruiters like yourself seek in an applicant? Well, as far as academics, of course, test scores. Um, The world we live in right now, um, most institutions are test optional. Um, Once COVID happened, that kind of spread out. And from what we're hearing, um, they're slowly going to start going back to where tests will be required. Um, But even though the SAT and ACT is optional, if you're wanting to stand out, take the SAT, take the ACT. Uh, That shows that you are driven. Uh, That shows that you are wanting to do something different. That's showing that you are a go-getter because there's so many applicants that these institutions are reading and so many great applicants that these students are reading. But when they see that someone is doing something that they don't have to do, uh, that stands out automatically. Uh, you can do a great essay. You can um, introduce, your, introduce yourself to the admissions counselor. You can go on a campus visit. However, those PSATs, those ACTs, those um, CLTs, those are long. Uh, that's strenuous. That's draining. So that's a big part of showing what separates yourself from others is doing tests, doing things that you do not have to do. Okay, this is great. Let's transition now away from really higher ed to secondary ed education. Uh, In addition to being partners in crime and college admissions, you and I are are on mission together in classical education. What exactly is a classical great books education? You know, I I had a feeling uh, you were going to ask me that question. And, you know, what, what led me to classical education was it being different? Um, it's kind of like being primitive, right? Going back to the roots of, of what we're doing, um, having those conversations, thinking critically. Um, we're in a time where that's kind of going away, uh, where a lot of teachers that are uh, secondary teachers, uh, middle school teachers are, you know, telling you, you know, what's on the review? You know, here, here's, this is black and white, uh, multiple choice, classical education 
is the complete opposite. It's complete contrary to what is in the local ISD. Um, and it's kind of going back to critical thinking. It's, it's going back to uh, the roots, to the, the literature, um, to how we got to where we are now. Um, media is aside from that. I'm in a lot of ISDs. And I think about, you know, my older daughter right now, she goes to school, she has a laptop, all of her assignments are on her laptop. Um, everything's there. It's, it's almost as if teachers are obsolete. Um, but what is great about classical education is the teachers can help challenge these students on these assignments. Okay, why did Socrates write this? Um, Aristotle, what's his story? What led him to these beliefs? Um, it's going back to the roots of civilization and, and literature, learning how to annotate those great books. Those great books are those that are seen that made a mark on history. Um, what is a great book, right? What, what made it that? Well, it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a great book that made a mark um, on not just that time period, but it has that everlasting mark, and that's why we still continue to read them. Um, it's annotating. What, what did you read? What are your thoughts on that? What would you have done different? What is in that story? Um, really breaking that down to the bits and pieces. Um, so that is kind of the classical education aspect. Um, I wouldn't have my kids anywhere else um, other than doing classical education, and, and I think that's what the world needs right now. How have you seen a classical great books education benefit students academically, not only in high school, but as they transition from high school to college? What are the tangible benefits here, Mr. Anderson? Well, when you get to that higher education aspect, it leans more towards classical education because you have a lot of essays. Um, you're not really doing multiple test questions. You're not necessarily doing short answer, but you're doing a lot of essays and, and getting that point of view, uh, which really is classical education in a nutshell. Um, a lot of students who come from a classical education background, um, I don't know if you've been able to talk to them, I know you have, but those who are alum of that types of institution, college comes very easy. Um, they, they feel very prepared. They feel excited. Um, I, I don't want to say they feel bored, uh, but it's, it's almost natural. It's kind of like they're still in high school because they're doing a lot of the same things that they did when they were in their secondary schools and in, in their middle schools. Um, but I've seen so much success from the classical education aspect from when they do transition, regardless of the institution. Um, heard some from private schools, some um, who are in the Ivy League, some who are in community college. Regardless, it does seem to come more natural to make those upper-level assignments easier when they have that background. Mr. Anderson, thank you so much. This has been great. Really grateful here for your time, your perspective, and your advice for the College App 101 audience. So thank you so much. Hey, thank you for having me, Dr. Riley. Let me uh, come back anytime. Again, those of you who um, have not looked up the College App 101, make sure you do that. A lot of great resources there for you. If you've enjoyed this and other College App 101 podcasts, please share them through social media, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or my website. Until next time, I'm Dr. Riley, your pre-college advisor and independent educational consultant. For more information about succeeding in high school and college apps, visit my website, collegeapp101.com. That's college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E, app, A-P-P-101.com.